greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. I'll have what she's having. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hello everybody and welcome once again to another episode of Real Talk Extra. My name is Amphon Adam aka MC and today we are going to be talking about a couple of movies that are pretty much new. The ones that are getting the buzz, we just pick a couple of them that we think you might watch and we make commentary on you know commentary on them and some of the movies we'll be talking about like, like red notice which is hot right now has dwayne johnson has gal get dot on it ryan reynolds and we will also be talking about wheel of time wheel of time is a new amazon prime tv show that is based on a fantasy novel which is kind of hot right now as well and later on in the show i will be joined by monica charles benite and we will be talking about the movie amina monica charles benite is the head writer at nollyrated.com and based on her review we're just gonna have a conversation about it all right and right now i'm gonna be joined by onyeka onyekbe and we are gonna be talking about the movies that we have watched on done and dusty it's done and dusted. Done and dusted. Movies that we have watched. Okay, welcome to Done and Dusted. I am joined by Onyeka. Onyeka, Onyeka how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. What's good, up, dude? Good, good, good. So what's done and dusted? What's done and dusted? There are a lot of movies out there. And I know that the ones that are, are, are basically on the radar now. Uh, you know, good ones I really enjoyed. I enjoyed Red Notice, and uh, I think, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, so, what did you think? Well, did you see Red Notice? What, what do you think about Red Notice? Uh, Red Notice was a, was a typical Dwayne Johnson prior. When I saw the people in the movie, I was like, okay, I knew what to expect, and it didn't disappoint. It's a guaranteed moneymaker, you know. Dwayne Johnson comes with his buff charisma, you know. Hard guy with some humor, Ryan Reynolds. You always know where you get Ryan Reynolds. You know he has this crazy way of doing humor that is unparalleled. And then they brought in our lady, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, Gadot, or Gal Gadot. Yeah, <laughs> to come and switch it all up. It was a cool movie. It was nice, and you know there was a lovely twist at the end. But there were a lot of yes. twists along the way. It's a, it's a lovely movie. Not to give any spoilers. I promise you not to give any spoilers. I'm thinking about the dialogue. If you are somebody that likes, you know, good comedy, punchline dialogues, you know, mixed with action. You know, like when mm-hmm. we read the comic books, you know, the way Spider-Man will be talking, he'll be punching you and be saying some kind of things that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> saying certain kind of what I got a whole lot of feel from that, from this particular movie. I got some, you know... Tons and tons of athleticism. Let me use that word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. acrobatics, as we will call it. <laughs> you know, side fight choreography, excellence. In fact, this particular movie is something that I think I would recommend. It's a, it's a feel-good movie, eventually, you know, filled with... And, you know, there were a lot of things there, just here and there. Ed Sherry Ed Han appeared in that movie, right? There... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Just, 
movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was a just, cool touch. Yeah, he just <laughs> did a, a cameo on it, but um it's something that I honestly um would recommend. But what did you think of Gal Gadot and her, her role in the movie per se? You know, no, it was from a it Wonder was a Woman good, perspective. Yeah, it was it was good. You know, I've never seen her in that sort of role before. I always felt you know, I always see her as someone that wants to be seen as a very serious actor so to speak you know some so people go for the roles where there's a lot of drama a lot of you know action you know so to speak and it was nice seeing her you know with her hair let down and doing something totally different from what you know i'm used to seeing her do it was cool it was a really it's a really good movie you know some movies you watch and you're not disappointed you watch the movie yeah true that was one movie that there are movies that you know you watch when you see the trailer you just see the trailer and you mm-hmm. see all the action you know this action sequences that happen in the trailer and then you just wonder okay but when you see you know ryan reynolds you see dwayne johnson dwayne johnson seems to fit perfectly with most of these you know <laughs> yeah type. yeah action mm-hmm. hero he has the face he has the the he looks good in a suit and you know the tuxedo mm-hmm. and everything so it was something that was um like it it lived up to his billing honestly speaking the Johnson is arnold that can speak english <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, know <laughs> you know what i what i watch him i think for for any director working with Dwayne Johnson must be something that they look forward to because he seems to make it so easy I don't even think they take many takes when he's in a movie. He just gets it off the bat. You know, when he was in wrestling, he was electric. He had that charisma. He would enter yeah. into a play, do that eye thing that the whole crowd is shouting. You know, he brings that to the to the camera and it's, it's something that I really appreciate. I think the camera just loves him anyway. He died. Yeah, I that's mean, true. You, you see, you look at you look at the the the, the shots they the way they take the, the shots they take of him. You know, like you know, coming mm-hmm. out from the mm-hmm. car and everything. What a viewer can expect from this particular movie? I promise you, it's like you know, good fast moving action, good fight choreography, beautiful you know punchlines in terms of comedy dialogue mixed with action. It is a sure entertainer i you know sometimes when i look at the, the i'm looking at <laughs> rotten tomatoes it has not turned fresh i don't know if a lot of people <laughs> have watched it it's just get it well out of 155 reviews at, at this recording it's still on 35 percent but the audience score is fantastic out of um 100 plus reviews we are getting like 92 percent i promise you you know for those of us who maybe watch it on netflix that is why mm-hmm. audience could i promise you it's something that if you go to the cinema it's something that it's um it will entertain in terms of the sound and everything that will come along um, with this movie that is why the audience score appears to be on the very very high side but don't trust the ratings trust your instincts yeah <laughs> go find it's out a for movie yourself I, I, I recommend for anybody that wants to netflix and and chill absolutely As yeah. a- <laughs> <laughs> even netflix without the chill <laughs> you can still watch yeah because <laughs> i think i i took i rotated between my phone and uh, this i think i watched some parts of it and i was i just said okay maybe when i get home i'll just you know watch mm-hmm. the rest of the movie like that because they're the ones you don't come back to eventually <laughs> okay so um another movie basically that picked interest that we said we we're going to talk about was this particular one it's a bit 
older <laughs> but it was this year you know i have a personal interest in this movie the name of the movie is <laughs> the eyes of tammy faye oh my god <laughs> in as much as this movie it's been i think it came out sometime was it in october i can't even remember but it's not like it's new new person yeah but, it came out in october. Mm. but you see for me it's it's more like jessica chastain i don't know if she, for me if she doesn't win an oscar oh, for this that movie was yes i was doesn't win oscar i don't know where it's gonna come from again because i had seen the videos of the original tammy faye and i had after watching this movie looking at jessica chastain's performance i was like wow i mean you know i actually thought tammy faye was in the movie the real tammy faye was in the movie. <laughs> You know, it's, it was it was uncanny. It was uncanny. This movie, it was a brilliant performance. You know, it was a it was a very brilliant performance, and um, it also had um, Andrew Garfield in it playing the part of Jim Baker. Which, mm-hmm. what would you think of Andrew, Andrew Garfield for a Jim Baker? Was not something I would have expected. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> but you know, he, he seems to do well with this. Um, christian type flicks you know yeah. you know he did that one uh, the mel gibson movie where he was a soldier that refused to to pick up a weapon i know i know yeah uh, and you know he's 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 also a very good he's actually underrated you know he's someone that i'm keeping an eye on i think he he's also destined for the top no you know, now a, that the old, yeah. now that the other guys are you know getting out of the, the game brad pitts and co people like Andrew Garfield. if i see him in a movie i'm definitely going to watch you know the movie the the two you know the two lead characters the the bakers they were they were wonderful in the movie yes wonderful. yes they actually they had some kind of synergy that were was able to like you know bring mm-hmm. out their character in in style you know andrew garfield is even in a new movie it's supposed to be in a new um, musical called tick tick boom that just dropped on netflix recently and um i happened to see it i was a bit so you know sometimes when you see actors in a different role that is why mm-hmm. if you're talking about keeping an eye on him you know the test of an actor is you're able to blend into different roles act different roles in in it but this jim baker story is not a new story it's it was mm-hmm. all over the media it was known the certain aspects that maybe would have come out in the movie which we think anybody who wants to watch this movie is if you have itchy ears for the story and what actually goes you know goes uh, on the ground you know introducing you to characters like you know jerry Faldwell and um jim baker and some of all these guys who um were supposed to be like televangelists but eventually we knew what their motivation was which appeared to transcend ordinary day evangelizing the gospel of jesus christ but just basically you know fighting to lobby government and get <laughs> and it, you know it's kind of a I, I, I can't lie if i said i got anything out of this movie something i got i was oh okay i kind of understand the reason why you had a lot of pastors you know supporting um donald trump which particularly was not seen to have any kind of you know moral um that's in the in the eye of the media he doesn't seem or in society he doesn't seem to have anything that they say oh this is the good thing he has done then you had all these pastors 
praying for him. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> Even in church. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, those see uh, those guys are not those guys are they're still human beings, and I think in the end, yeah, human beings. Movies like this, <laughs> movies like this help us to understand that you know when you're listening to people who are whose work is to give you motivation and interpret scripture and all those things, you have to take separate what the person is saying from what the person is doing sometimes because in the end the fact that the human beings will always to play out in the end and you're a scandal away from disbelieving everything you've been told so to speak well so true i mean for me i always believe that religion and politics are things that are supposed to be like divorced totally divorced from each other but what we saw during the trump era was a mixture of uh, religion and politics which brings the two things that you want to take off the dining table discussion but it just had this kind of mixture and um it was a phenomenon I, I, you see i have always viewed politics as something that people just you know come together and they they fight it's like a football game they are winners and losers there's no side there's all politicians as far as i know they are all not trustworthy whether you're left or right <laughs> i don't they are all of them it, it i just found it fascinating you know that you had a lot of clergy people supporting somebody mm-hmm. who you know had come up publicly talking about grabbing women by the genitalia talking about all sorts of you know there was nothing really good to say so it's just like the optics of it for me it's more like the optics of it you know going down the generation we may talk about um the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend fine but in terms of this particular what this movie explained to me was it was beyond <laughs> that because there is a particular scene where jerry Fowlwell is seen saying something about protecting their their taxes it was just geared towards like anyway not to spoil it for anybody <laughs> not to spoil it for anybody <laughs> i think we should all just i mean if you like the drama if you want to have an an understanding because i know that when trump was the was president of the united states it was i mean it was the only news on the planet then i mean i wish um <laughs> it was the only news <laughs> i'm sure the media outlets out there are crying for him to come back so that people can come back to watch the <laughs> to watch the news because that's one of the things i feel you can gain from this particular movie you may have an under a deeper understanding of why and i think i have my own takeaway somebody else may have their own takeaway okay and on that note now we move to real nolly and i'll be having a conversation with monica charles benete about the movie amina mommy is throwing a birthday party this year i know some people i don't know how many they find themselves in the cinema you know, girls like that food, they're too fine for guys like us. <laughs> What's popping in Nollywood? With Real Nolly. Welcome to the Real Nolly segment of Real Talk Extra. I am being joined now by Monique Charles Benite from Nollywood Rated. Monique, how are you doing? Hello, Fun. How are you doing today? I am doing good. Monica Charles Benite is the head writer of Nollyrated.com. And today we are going to talk about a particular movie that just, just dropped on Netflix. I think it dropped on Netflix worldwide because sometimes, Monica, I don't know 
whether it drops in Nigeria at a different time and it drops in the um, United States and different parts of the world at different times. But uh, <laughs> I guess when did when did it drop on Netflix in Nigeria? Can you are you do you know? Um, I don't really recall, but I think it was just um, it was recently. Oh, recently yeah i know it's quite new i think if it's too far it would just be sometime last week if and if yes. nothing else um there about and um i saw the movie and i was even i actually read your review of the movie on your website what exactly are the what was good about this movie maybe we start with that well yeah we can start with that uh what i think is good about the movie is that uh, they're trying to bring forth history to life that yeah. the project is even alive at all is something laudable somebody thought let's do history that we all know and bring it to life that's yeah. one good thing i can say about the movie like you know most of these movies that actually try to do historical flicks per se and um we've seen a lot of them but if we want to benchmark you know the the, the american like hollywood for example you see hollywood actors delving into roles like nelson mandela you see an idris elba playing nelson mandela you've heard of um, you know different american african-american actors acting like that so it's like americans trying to tell the south african stories but it kind of it's kind of different when we are the ones telling our own stories which i feel it's um actually a good thing per se because in our previous discussion remember we've been saying that one of the issues we have is that we do not have enough local true um true life stories to bring our historical you know our rich history and culture there are a lot of things we need to know about that can be depicted in film so uh, in terms of the story you know the much i remember about amina and the name of this movie is amina and um it has quite um it has some regular faces i recognize them clarion chukura viola in that movie the lead role was played by somebody called was it lucy ame alice ame alice ame I think yes, it's, yeah okay so um what is it about this film i saw the rating you gave it and um if you're listening to this podcast you can go to nollyrated.com and um read um the article on um on amina what is it okay, about this one movie? of the one of the major issues i have with this is that the story we heard about amina was she was a warrior princess and a warrior queen Right. and i felt this story did not portray that in a proper manner okay all this particular movie did was to portray her childhood other people's issues and there was minimal focus on her prowess on her leadership and how she ruled and led her people properly it's it's as if they took so long establishing a backstory mm. and then they could not they did not have enough time to tell us the proper story of the warrior princess and warrior queen it appears that you do mention that something about maybe it should have been in segmented maybe like a, a series you know a build-up so also include her reign because it appears that it was more of a backstory than the actual reign of amina is this one of the major problems you're having with it yes please. that was why i mentioned in my review that yeah. perhaps to give more flesh to the story 
and take it from beginning to the end and actually showcase Amina, the warrior princess and warrior queen. Perhaps it should have been a limited series, maybe like four or five episodes. It doesn't have to be up to seven or ten episodes that Netflix usually gives. Maybe three or four episodes so that the story is properly developed and we can follow the journey and connect with the story as it should be done. Okay, you did at least, you did give some... Um, one or two thumbs up here and there especially with regards to the costuming you know because yes. um costuming hairstyle you know continuity generally and i'm thinking mm-hmm. that yeah it kind of looked the part for some of us we only related with that history from a textbook we saw what the only picture of amina i can remember is i don't know if you remember a textbook we read in primary school that just showed one you know that picture is just in my head right now so when yeah. i saw the when i saw the trailer as per a movie that was to be released on netflix i am thinking oh at last you know and the trailer was very convincing i won't say i mean you're seeing horses you're seeing you know riders and you're seeing yeah. a lot of things so i'm having this particular um picture of the movie of which these things were actually depicted in the film and um continuity was good you know um but you did mention something about um cgi in terms of the oh uh, yes yeah yeah so yes okay so um they tried to depict that there were a lot of warriors they were mentioning thirty thousand warriors and they tried to use CGI to create that because, mm. as we know, um, in Nollywood, uh, there's a death of getting the mass number of people, mass number of extras. And so they employed CGI to create these warriors mm. in the movie to give an illusion of a war front, mass war warriors. But I think it was poor executed. I could actually pick out everything that looked like a CGI. I think the ideal is that when it is a CGI, you do not know it, you, you are, the whole purpose is to um, deceive is not the word I'm using. It's to give an illusion yeah. of realness. Yeah. But this particular CGI was artificial. I could actually pick out yeah. all what looked like CGI in the movie. I thought that was poorly executed. Yes, Nollywood does not have a lot of uh, funding right now. Uh, funding is not to compare with Hollywood or Bollywood. But still, I think um, research could have gone deeper. They could have asked for support from government to do her job. Whatever is worth doing at all is worth doing well, especially a historical story. If it's fiction, you know, you have a lot of um, license, a lot yeah. of um, artistic license to do what you want. But with history, as much as you have artistic license to fictionalize history, you need to stay true to it as much as possible and portray the right thing. So those um, little errors, they can turn you off. And I've also read about scholars from the North 
who were not happy with the portrayal of Amina in the movie, that it does not portray her as a warrior. I was reading a newspaper online and they were saying that the movie got a lot of backlash from Ooh. professors, yes, professors who were versed in history of Zazao and the northern parts of Nigeria. The thing is, you see, I, I haven't read that, but I, I believe that, you see, one of the things I would honestly say I saw was, um, you know, when they talk about all this, you know, warrior, princess, or female assassin, tough macho female uh, identity movie kind of flick, we are trying to see somebody that is just beyond the normal whims and caprices of the you know stereotyped woman in society but we are seeing like you know amina is falling in love with a guy which is okay and all those things and at some point it's probably like going towards maybe it's um the romantic side and you know it's it kind of touches on a lot of things and probably my going into this movie honestly was to be aware of maybe a deeper sense of the history and I don't know if I came out with enough information apart from the fact that, you know, I could just understand a basic ecosystem of the whole Zazao community at that time. You know, they had like um, a witch doctor played by um, Clarion Chukura Biola and, you know, they had their warriors and they had their culture and all of that. But um, in all honesty, it is welcomed i have to say it is very very welcome somebody has to get the ball rolling because there should be a lot of um historical um flicks coming out there it's um i like you did mention we are as um handicapped in terms of technology um <laughs> technological um, you know uh, features because um i don't know if you remember a scene where it's like if the, the the horses are riding together coming to together like they're trying to find that was obvious cgi very yes, clear it yes, was, in fact yes. if i were to point to one very scene that it was just obvious um, i think yes. it could have been done without <laughs> i don't know yes it could have been done without <laughs> yeah I, I feel it could have been done without but it's not um yes and one of the other things i mentioned in my review was that while i love the hairstyle they look like what a, a girl would have worn at that time but i'm not so very sure about the costume mm. i it, it did not to me i i'm not versed in a house costume but i feel that uh, there was not enough research do you think the, the you see sometimes when you talk about research for costumes you know now costume designers for movies it's not just you're not just a tailor maybe just a basic fashion designer trying to create design like costume designers are like let's say we want to do a movie that is set in 2057 in the future the costume designer is supposed to tap into his or her creative faculty and picture what could be one at that time like you see in some sci-fi movies now for a time like that do we have any kind of documentation anywhere do we have libraries that contain documentation do we have data on these things to show that okay you know like they say in the old prehistoric you know england the days of england or before the civil war in america the soldiers wore this kind of uniform do we have any documents that show any kind of these um 
of these materials as a basis of research for a costume designer to use for film? I'm not sure those are available. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, when I talk that's about what I thought. yes, so well, that's what I thought too. Mm. Um, you will recall also the books that we read. Yeah. About the Queen Warrior, that hairstyle was mm. almost perfect for her. Those yeah. were the hairstyles that were there. But I also believe in the northern part of the of Nigeria, there will be oral storytellers. Right. who have been passed on from generation to generation that one can sit with and say okay what did your parents tell you about how they used to dress mm. you understand Nufon? yes i understand some people are able to pass this folklore from generation to generation mm. and i'm sure something would have dropped enough that they would definitely not perfect the costume of that time, we probably don't have the same type of materials or the same limitations they had then. Yeah. But it was uh, interesting to me. I do, I do not uh, certain will have the one in that time of uh, at that time. But they made uh, <laughs> the princess to wear satin this time round. So I was, I was. That was a disconnect for me. That was a disconnect for me. You know, Another thing that yeah. I noticed was, mm-hmm. um, I must tell you, the acting was not too there for me the act most of the actors felt wooden like they were still reading from the script didn't they get money not- from bank of industry because i think was it not this movie that when it started like i think they got some good funding from bank of Industry. i don't know how much they would have gotten though, I think so. because maybe yeah. you know and a movie like this i don't know you know there are movies you can say are low budget movies right but exactly there are some projects you want to get into you just pretty much need you to get it right them. the first time because these things become historical references even for international students that want to do research for you know our african stories they come they they they, they probably will say oh if it's amina they can cite this movie in their in their papers and everything but um i don't I, that's I, my I, viewpoint too. yeah that's my viewpoint too because I expect this should be a reference point for scholars, mm. which is why it should be properly researched and properly acted. Yeah. Um, one popular actor was inside too, uh, Ali Nuhu. Yes. Like I mentioned in my review. Yes. I've, I've watched a number of his movies. He's always felt wooden for me in his movies. Um, mm. Maybe it's the conservative um, area he came from. He's, conservative mm. nature but mm. even in this movie he was much more conservative and much more wooden than usual and i could not really see a thread or a development of his own story to amino's story mm. we saw a budding romance between them but it was not really it was more <laughs> I don't want to. There are some words I would not like to use so that uh, it's not. It's not as if I'm trashing somebody's job. But this is a review, so mm. as, like you and I agree, this it's supposed to be a reference point, a historical yeah. reference point. What is worth doing at all is worth doing well, and even if we know about Hollywood movies that take years into development, yeah. years into shooting years into post-production before it finally comes out 
But Monique, in as much as that, let us agree that at least somebody should start. Maybe let us look at it like okay, it's um, it's a start. We can't yes. compare. We can't compare this movie to to um, but you know, historical movies like this, in, even in even in America, like you know, all those historical movies that try to tell sensitive stories. Some of them have you know government involvement to be sure. You know, some universities. Yes you yes. know will be interested in the story to make sure that you know it's well researched so that it is done right but like you said um there's as much blame you can apportion to the filmmakers there's as much blame you can apportion to however this film was made but you see if we do not have like written data because it will not suffice for you know our ancestors to be telling stories that were not captured if there is no yes, if, if, if that's captured in you know in alphabets or words or documentation that um a filmmaker can make reference to but um because what they have here in america a lot of them would be able to you know make have an idea of what they want to do you know they they have where they can get their research material their costume designer is doing the research and everything props what kind of telephone was used in that year all these things they have data on it but um yes. in this particular state i think an effort was made it may not be the the best effort or what anybody would have wanted but on a standard like in terms of what a film should be what you're saying in essence is that it was not <laughs> no it was not <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was not, not. <laughs> but it's all good it's all good at least uh, it's it's out there i want to look at on the positive side maybe there will be more people have tried like that before yes this is a stepping stone no matter how we think it is not there it is still an effort in the right direction yeah. And I'm hoping other movie makers will see what they have done and build on that and improve. You want to hear the story of Afoja from the, the Ilori? You want mm. to hear the story of Lishabi from Ogun State, from Egba? You want to hear the story from all the parts of, whom, uh, of the history that make us who we are so that yeah. we can relate this? Thank you very much, Monica Charles Benite, for that candid review. If you want to see, if you want to know more about the review, you can go to nollyrated.com and read Monica's review of the movie Amina. Thank you once again, Monica, for joining. Thank you so much, Infant. Thank you. So, Onyeka, you read that review. You read Monica's review on the movie Amina. Amina. Oh. From from all indications, she was actually being very kind. I've not seen anybody say anything nice about that that movie, you know, because it's it's so disappointing for a movie that everybody has been waiting for. You know, it's it's rare, especially in Africa, to have such a historical figure. You know, this was a chance to do our own Joan of Arc story, so to speak. Yes, and. Uh, and we 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 botched it. That's that's the only way I can say it. We messed it up. It's it's sad that you know we have good movies. There are some movies on you know there's some good Nollywood movies on on Netflix. The good action scenes and everything. So for them to even get the whole CGI wrong, there mm. are so many angles that have come for the movie. You know you, they didn't have to do 
things that were beyond that power. They could have come from just drama. They were just telling the story of how she even became a woman without having to show all the fighting and all those things that ended up messing the movie up. You know, they should have just focused on doing the things they could do, which was telling a good story and evoking the drama that showed that this was a strong black African woman that was doing things that most people didn't expect her to be doing at that time. You know, so it's, I'm, I'm just sad, you know, because for this being the first time this has ever been brought to film, it's going to taint a lot of people's memories or thoughts towards the, the figure in history. And it's a real story, not like it's a fictional story. It's not like you messed up Wonder Woman or Superman. You messed up a real person. A true you know, story, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. They, they need to do that movie again as up. <laughs> maybe that, somebody else will that, do it. I think maybe... I, I tend to see it this way. Somebody needs to give somebody an idea that movies like this should be done. It's be, I can't say honestly if you know the filmmaker had all the resources. No, don't get me wrong. This is not in defense of the movie. The movie was not all that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all that. So I'm just saying that I feel that some, you know, somebody needs to start making these movies. Let's just yeah, put course. it out there. And it's, you know, I have this philosophy that is it done is better than perfect. Perfection is the enemy of getting anything done. If we wait for it to be perfect, then we will not be done. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, that is the way I see that a movie like Amina, of course, there'll be remakes. I think there's been tons of movies. We talked about Princess Diana. We even talked about a new mm-hmm. one that was just released this year. You yeah. know, it could have been made by Indip. And nobody has the sole rights to tell these stories. I mean, Netflix can look at it and feel, look, if people have so much interest in it, let us bring our money and make it and put it as a Netflix exclusive movie and, you know, get more Nigerian um, Nigerian audience as customers so that they can be part of their history. Yeah, but they kind of botched it. I agree. The visual effects was not right. I could not argue against any of Monica's reviews. <laughs> there's no one there that I can say, okay, no, this one. Like, there's none I could argue. And say, well, it's what it is. I just hope it's... I have read a lot of reviews online. She's not the only one that botched it. A lot of people really just, you know, kicked it to the curb. So it's something that I feel that um, we can. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Anyways, on that note, that was a good interview. At least we we've we've dealt with that, and uh, we hope we get more things yeah. from you know the foreign. And let's move on to show reels. Show reels. TV shows on our radar. On Real Talk Extra. Okay, this is show reels where we talk about you know TV shows that are actually new, popping, the ones that we're watching, and. As of now, I, I uh, you know, TV shows are something that we want to be careful. I used to have this habit where I would honestly have to go and check the ratings because of time, because we were not spending our times in front of the, the screen. Mm-hmm. So, Onyeka, I'm sure that I don't know. What do you do? Do you read the reviews first or do you, do you, do you what, how do you, how do you know a TV but- show that you're going to watch? I am actually a bit adventurous with my um, what I watch. Yeah. I'm willing to give it a try, especially with a TV show. I can give it, you know, if it's 30 minutes, 40 minutes, I can give it, you know, a try. Yeah. If it doesn't work, 
But if I, I, there are things I like, you know, if I see something I like, I stay. If I don't see anything I like, you know, I'm, I'm out of there. And I think these days, most people tend to at least give elements of what the show is about in the first um, episode. You know, there's no time to start drawing out what you want to do. You have to give something that give, makes people say, okay, I want to watch the next one. And for me, I just try. I don't, I hardly read reviews. I'm not a review person. You know, mm-hmm. I, I say I like, like, or I see a story that myself interesting and I watch. Then after I go and listen, read some reviews, if it tallies, then I'm like, okay, fine. I'm thinking along with other people. If it doesn't, I'm like, well, you people are worried, you know, and I like what I like, so leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the thing is, you like, see, there are people who want to watch. They, there are people who say they can watch anything. There are some of us mm-hmm. who we can't watch anything. Then there are some of us that may have time constraints. So if you're going to relax to watch TV, you want to be sure that it is going to be worth your time. I do reviews sometimes. I also do what of my like maybe where you work, we write. Everybody is the show, everybody's talking about it. I'll give you a typical example. When Tiger King won the first one that came out, not this one that they are talking about right now. When it came out, there are, there are shows you just see the prelude or you see the trailer and you just know that, okay, for the rest of my life, I know I will never have the time to watch this show. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any <laughs> any kind of trailer like that. There are, there are trailers that once I see the trailer, I know, I know I'm never going to watch this. So, but the mm-hmm. thing is, you see, I don't know whether it was popular in Nigeria, but you know, I'm living in America. So everywhere you go, it's like everybody you're in touch with. Hey, have you seen Tiger King? Everybody it was Tiger King. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Then I watched it. And it was good. <laughs> in, in terms of yeah. like a documentary, it was good, actually. So mm-hmm. sometimes I don't know whether to say you don't judge a book by its cover. Sometimes you may just want to try it <laughs> and see if it's good. But with the tons of things out there that people, the, the content that is out there now, you know, that's mm-hmm. the reason why we tend to streamline things. Now, as per today's discussion in terms of like shows that are hot, Wheel of Time was highly publicized by Amazon Prime because it's an exclusive Amazon Prime movie what did you think you did mention that you had read the books what did you think about the ones that have been dropped is there is there a resemblance they've they've done a very good job first of all i need to uh hats off to the cast the casting director Hmm. the person they got the character as well as in for someone that has read the book if you stumble onto the, the series and you watch it without being told without hearing any words you can just tell okay this is person this is that person this is what's going on and all those things so it's they did a very very good job i am really impressed i'm someone who has always been a fan of fantasy the fantasy genre you know witches orcs that's my thing elves and wheel of time is one of my top books ever you know with the dune chronicles and sword of truth series and for them to say they were going to do it i was apprehensive at first you know there was a time earlier on they did the legend of the seeker series which was based off the book of the sword of truth series mm. and i didn't like what i saw mm. but you know and wheel of time is like the sister act to to that book you know it has similarities with lord of the rings and all those other 
great fantasy genres but it is easily mirrored to the sword of truth series you know they're almost the same in length you know 15 books over 15 books wow and they have similar yeah they have similar story arcs you know everything builds up you know in a similar way and so i've read both both you know both volumes and i was so happy when they said they were going to do it and I, my prayer was just they will take that time and give us something visually stunning get the casting right get the dialogue right and mm. so far so good amazon has done a good job for anyone who has read the book or who hasn't read the book i 100 percent recommend watch wheel of time you will not regret it if you are someone who loves the fantasy genre or you know you like to see or just like a good story flying dragons in movies <laughs> <laughs> i no dragons. would highly no recommend yeah. no, it, it's still the same like it's the way i see it you know <laughs> i hadn't read the books you know when Game of thrones came out everybody would tell me i read all the books it's the same thing it's not the same now june you know i even have a, a good friend over here who has read who read uh, the books dune too as well and um it's it's like if you don't read the if you read the books you get a deeper experience this is the only thing i feel i'm experiencing with you know marvel like hawkeye just dropped on um disney plus and um the first two episodes are out there for those of us who follow the, you know the, the marvel mcu universe is something that i just couldn't wait i just said okay there are things i know that i surely will watch whether it's mm-hmm. good or bad like you said <laughs> i mean it's not about ratings you don't care about yeah. the ratings. It's, you're just gonna watch it but you know i i will do that with the mcu i saw wheel of time i am in all honesty i i am impressed already i don't know whether i'm beginning to you know look at it from the angle of the creativity in terms of you know you don't put rosamund pike who is like a mm-hmm. rated actor now on certain projects that will not actually you know shake some water somewhere you don't want to do that so it's something i will recommend for people who like the genre i mean even if you don't like it there is a story there not to give out on any of the goods there is a building you know a building story and you know the creativity with which they bring out all these tribes you know the Aes Sedai, the questioners you know all mm-hmm. these things that i wonder the people who write these things how they are able to tap into that depth of you know creativity to yeah. build a whole ecosystem and try mm-hmm. to blend it into some kind of you know workable society <laughs> it's a, it's it's really impressing I, I i must say another another um tv show that is like people are that there's some kind of buzz about right now is true story which has kevin hart and wesley snipes on it obviously from the trailer these are the two main recognizable people that you will see and um, mm-hmm. i haven't had a chance to watch it i know you had seen the first episode what do you think is yeah. it something that can lure somebody in oh yes oh yes first of all for someone like me um i'm a sucker for anything that has true story written on it whether it's true or not you know? so <laughs> when too. i first saw the name i was like okay can we have a true story it's just like a biopic or something you know but you know watching it it's 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 going to be something that people will talk about for a while you know it has a lot of suspense it has 
drama. It's it's only one episode I've watched, but you know, I'm already like, okay, where is this going? Where is this going? It's a limited series, but I would recommend anybody should watch it. You know, it's not what people might think it is. It's not a funny haha thing. It's, it's quite serious. Yeah. Anyway, right now I'm still trying to, uh, you know, because of time, I've been trying to, I've been watching Midnight Mass. <laughs> Uh, you know i also <laughs> now listen before i get you know midnight mass i like the story i like stories like that it's not fantasy it's not fiction it's not it's not it's fiction but it's not fantasy but it just takes you into this world that's the only thing i think that i am on these things are slow builds because of time and you know of course because of we have a life to live also but i think midnight midnight mass it's a slow build a slow burner but it gets to a point i think episode two towards the end of episode two or beginning of episode three i can't remember it just kind of hooks you because i know a lot of all these limited series and tv shows you do the first episode you just i just drop it like there are so many of them i don't want to name names but (laughs) i think midnight mass was one i was suspecting it would be and then for some strange reason it's a melodrama of some sorts just a basic story about people living in a small town population and all that but i like the way you know most of these writers i look out for the story whether it's fiction how they are able to blend um, um that kind of thing so for any of you who is also interested in something like that you may also want to check that out it's on netflix so it's uh, i think it's exclusively netflix so it's something that is uh, available yeah it is watch. yeah if you do and um i haven't finished watching it so i it's, i've been binge watching it so to speak so that is the only tv show i know that now um wheel of time i saw the first two episodes i think there's still one more there to see and um it appears yeah. to be something that is um it also has a story that will kind of engage mm-hmm. the viewer uh, well that's good and on that note we have come to the end of other, yet another episode of real talk extra thank you for listening Onyeka, as always love and light you gotta (laughs) (laughs) alright man stay cool until we meet next week